Right, can I have your attention? If you are eating Haribo, please do it silently. Now, I want an extraordinary bubish welcome for our guest speaker this morning, Bianca. Come up, Bianca. Woo. I'm going to pray for Bianca, and then she is going to uh, share, uh, share with us some thoughts God has laid on her heart. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Bianca. We thank you for this extraordinary step of faith in speaking to us this morning. Lord God, may her words be your words. May we hear what you need us to hear. And uh, Lord God, may we learn more about you because of uh, Bianca's time with you. God, we pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. everyone comfortable? <laughs> Good. Okay. So I'd like to talk about um, how the story of David and Goliath can be helpful for us today. So in the story, we heard about how the Israelites were paralyzed with fear. And in 1 Samuel 17, 11, it says they were terrified and deeply shaken. And in the message version, it says they lost all hope. But David, this little boy, was focused on how big his God is rather than how big his enemy is. And so, just like the Israelites, we all experience fears. So, not, not everybody knows this, but <laughs> I have a fear of cats. <laughs> yeah, they freak me out. They just rub up against you, and I just, I don't like it. <laughs> so, does anybody else here have any fears? Like, wasps. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> so for me, I don't go near cats. So what are some ways how you deal with your trivial fears? about some fears like some people have wasps and hard work <laughs> uh, but we can all experience some more serious fears like fears such as fear of death fear of failure and fear of loneliness but does anyone know how David dealt with his fears of the story yeah so we can learn from how um, David conquered his fears so one of the things we can do is we can remember we can remember what God has already done for us. We can read the Bible that shows us our ancestors' history, but we can also look back at his faithfulness to, faithfulness to us in our personal lives. Sometimes we get like Christian amnesia and we forget his ways, we forget what he's done for us, but we must remember Jesus tells us when we take communion, um, communion to remember what he has done for us on that cross. We celebrate Christmas and Easter to remember what he has done for us. And just as David, he remembered what God did um, to help him kill lions and bears before he defeated Goliath. In 1 Samuel 17, 37, it says, The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. So we can also study his character 
And the more we learn who God is, the more we can trust who he is and who he says he is. David knew how powerful God was and he had a personal relationship with God and he could trust that he could fight his battles for him. In 1 Samuel 17, 47, it says, And everyone here will know that the Lord rescues his people, but not with sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle, and he will give you to us. <clears throat> we can also spend time in his presence. The more time we spend with him, the more we get to know him. David, even as a little boy, was known for having a relationship with God. In 1 Samuel 16 to 18, it said, One of the servants said to Saul, one of Jesse's sons from Bethlehem is a talented harp player. Not only that, he is a brave warrior, a man of God, and has good judgment. He is also a fine-looking young man, and the Lord is with him. We can recognize our need for our Savior. We need to stay humble and remember that we are sinners saved by the grace of God, that we are nothing without him. David recognized he couldn't fight the battle alone, and he came to fight in the name of the Lord. 1 Samuel 17, 45 says, David replied to the Philistine, You come to me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies. We can also we need to identify our distractions. God understands we have busy lives, but sometimes we're fixing our attention to things that are not really of value. We can pray and ask God to help us keep our focus on him just like David did, and we can pray and ask God to help keep our focus on heavenly things. It says in Colossians 3, 2, think of things of heaven and not things of earth. <clears throat> so did anyone try the fear boxes out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so sometimes in life it's like that. You, you don't know what you're going to get when you put your hand in. Um, but God is gentle with us. He is good. He's a good father. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not disaster, to give you a future and a hope. There's approximately 365 Bible verses where it tells us, do not be afraid. God knows that we will experience fear, but he teaches us how to deal with it. He says, in fact, he commands us. This is my command. Be strong and be courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9. So God understands that we will still experience fear, but we can be courageous and we don't have to give in to fear. We can fight fear with faith. Because fear is the opposite of love. Perfect love casts out all fear in John, uh, 1 John 4.8. And I've got a good example of this in this book called Men Get Scared. It's by Zachary Cooper. It's Jared Cooper's son. So I'm just going to read it out to you guys. And then we can all pray the prayer together at the end, if that's all right. <clears throat> ben was a handsome little boy with a freckly face and strawberry blonde hair. He loved playing video games, ball games, and having days out with his grandparents. But Ben was just starting to learn about God and the Bible. It was a great adventure. One day, Ben watched a scary TV show with his dad. It made Ben scared, really scared. The next day, Ben saw a big spider in his bedroom. It freaked him out. He was terrified. After school, Ben climbed the climbing frame at the park. When he got to the top, his legs wobbled like jelly. He was trembling with fear. He was petrified. 
Ben went to bed that night. When the lights went off and his room was dark, he thought every shape was a lurking monster. He felt like he was in a nightmare. Mum, Dad, he shouted out. Ben's mum came running to his room. What's wrong, she said. I'm really, really, really scared, said Ben. There's no need to be scared, Ben, mum replied. Repeat this prayer after me. I choose not to be scared or worried because God is right here beside me. With God on my side, I am fearless. Ben felt a lot better. His mum continued, Jesus, you tell me, do not be afraid. I belong to you. You will always be there for me. Ben felt a lot better. Ben continued praying, I love you, God. You make me strong. You are bedrock under my feet, the castle in which I live, my rescuing night. Amen. Ben felt so brave. As Ben's mum tucked him into the bed, she said, if you get scared again, pray that prayer, and God will ask you, uh, God will help, you can ask God to help you to be brave. That night, Ben slept peacefully, knowing that God was with him and knowing that God's angels were protecting him. When Ben woke up in the morning, he yawned, saying, what a peaceful night's sleep. That night, when Ben got back into bed, he felt scared again. Then his mum came into the room, and she said, look what I've got for you. I've written out the prayer so you'll never forget it. Ben read the prayer out loud again and had another good night's sleep. So I have a prayer, we can, the prayer that she has for her son. We can all read out together. If you want to stand with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can everyone see it all right? Yeah. Cool. Okay, let's go. God is strong and he wants me to be strong. God's word is my weapon, so I choose to speak out God's word against fear. Fear, I refuse to allow you to control me in the name of Jesus, for it is written, God will never give you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love and self-control. God's Holy Spirit in me is far stronger than anything in the world. I choose to be strong and brave because God will march ahead of me. God, you are always with me and will never leave me. I choose to not be scared or worried because you are right here beside me. With God on my side, I am fearless. Jesus, you tell me, don't be afraid. I belong to you. You will always be there for me. I love you, God. You make me strong. You are bedrock under my feet, the castle in which I live, my rescuing night. Amen. Wasn't that good? Let's give Bianca a, a priestly round of applause. One of the great things about uh, this fellowship is that we just have so many different opportunities. And if you are willing to stick your neck out 
we will give you an opportunity. And it was so great that uh, Bianca was willing to uh, share with that this morning. And uh, I know she's uh, sweat blood and tears over that. And it was just really great to hear what she had to say. So I'm going to invite Barry Ford, who's going to dump his Haribo. He's going to close in prayer and say grace. And then we are all going to feast on the food um, in the other room. Is that all right? Right, guys, so I'm going to close in prayer now. So, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you, Lord, that you make every single day a new one. And may we remember that when we start our day, every day is new. The new, that's what, you, that's what you made this world, Lord. You allowed us to have a new start every single day that we have. So we thank you for that, Lord God. And we thank you for Mercy Church today, Lord God. And we thank you for the story of Goliath. We thank you for the word that Bianca brought. And we just want to thank you for everything that you teach us through your word, Lord God. And we all say, Amen. Amen. I didn't do that, I didn't do that. The food is next door.